Welcome to a live and active life, broadcasting encouragement to live your daily life with God's help and inspiration to reach for more of God by faith. Join Brenda Wolf for today's practical insights. I'm thinking of people that I've met over the years, some from childhood. Though I can't remember some of their names, there's a kind of imprint of the kind of person they impressed me to be. The impressions have to do with attitudes they portrayed. There is such power in attitudes that affect your life and other lives too. In fact, they can set your path for a very long time. That's why we should be aware of them and choose carefully. What are attitudes? To put it simply, attitudes are habits of thought a person chooses to adopt and practice. But because attitudes also inhabit territory of your heart, they have direct influence over the kind of person you are. You can manage attitudes, even change them. Why would that be? Because you can renew thoughts and refresh your heart. Romans 12 verse 2 says, Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Attitudes are elements of life that reveal additional information is present. They don't just happen. They are responses to other data points, choices a person makes as they navigate through each day. The power of attitudes is enough to turn the direction of an individual, a culture group, a community, and even an entire nation. So the power is significant. Attitude power can be a very positive force or it can be a negative force. Sometimes it's a force with devastating effects. Attitudes are also powerful enough to make life enjoyable, even adventurous, despite less than desired circumstances. When we take responsibility for our own attitudes, we begin to wield the power they contain. What are the components of an attitude? There are three. These components are basic human processes that you and I engage hundreds of times every day. These important parts of our lives make us the people we are. Here are the three main components that make up an attitude. One, thoughts. Two, feelings. Three, actions or potential actions. The good news about attitudes is this. We can conform each attitude into something that makes life better. Even when suffering or being persecuted, the ability to train an attitude is a unique power and a privilege. Well, there's even more good news. Often with a simple tweak, you can change an attitude. Just a slight shift can help change one's attitude to become a positive, healthy power that serves us well and the people around us who share our lives. Let's look at Scripture and see what it has to say. Proverbs 15 verse 13a says this, A happy heart 
makes the face cheerful, but heartache crushes the spirit. A happy heart is a choice, a decision any person can make. I just want to make a notation. This is a bit different than when tragedy strikes your life and you find yourself in the stages of grieving. Ephesians 5 verse 20 says, Always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So this second verse is saying that no matter what the circumstances, a person can decide how they will conduct themselves. Let's hear what Proverbs 15.1 says. It actually talks about the power to turn a situation onto another path. A gentle answer, which is soft, sensitive, kind, and mild, turns away wrath. But a harsh word, which is often full of vengeance, a flared temper, anger, quarrelsome, and fury— stirs up anger. So that verse again is, a gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. And then 1 Thessalonians 5 verses 16 through 18 is a list of helpful choices that directly influence attitudes. Here we go. First in the list is, rejoice always. Second, pray without ceasing. That means all the time. Third, give thanks in all circumstances. And fourth, this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. This verse promotes the attitude of gratitude. God loves when his children are thankful. This attitude brings out the best in a person and connects them to God's original design. Let's briefly summarize our content today that we've covered so far. First of all, your attitudes influence yourself and others around you. Then, this influence is a power that God created you with. We went on to say that attitudes have three components, thoughts, feelings, and actions or potential actions. And then we said that attitudes can be conformed into something even more influential. In other words, you can train them. We also said that with a simple tweak, many attitudes can be changed. And then finally, you can adopt an attitude, which we'll cover later in today's content. There is a saying by Chuck Swindoll, Life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react to it. This famous quote is a reminder we don't need to be controlled by our circumstances. Guess where attitudes fit into that saying? They do not fit in the 10%. They fit in the 90%. That means you do have a lot more control then you may realize. Even when things go poorly, attitudes can be the power that keeps you on track as you respond to life. Well, what about when it doesn't look good? Let's look at a longer, powerful passage from Habakkuk 3, 
verse 17. Though the fig tree should not blossom, nor fruit be on the vines, the produce of the olive fail, and the fields yield no food, the flock be cut off from the fold, and there be no herd in the stalls. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will take joy in the God of my salvation. God the Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the deer's. He makes me tread on my high places. That's a longer passage, but wow, it is powerful. Bad days, terrible things happening outside your control. That passage paints a dismal picture, but the conclusion is all about an adopted attitude. This individual insists they will make choices that influence their attitude. Notice the words they use, rejoice, and take joy. These are decisions, not feelings. That's why you can make them yours, no matter what your feelings or circumstances are. If you use this power from God's original design, attitudes will triumph over feelings. Say that again to yourself out loud. My attitudes can triumph over my feelings. With this kind of approach, you can use all your circumstances to develop noble character, no matter what happens. You can be a master of your attitudes, not a victim. It's up to you. Why not choose noble attitudes? Scripture says to take every thought captive from 2 Corinthians 10, verse 5. Well, this includes attitudes. Here is another saying, and it's a choice that you can make with attitudes that don't belong. Here it is. Drive the occupiers out. That was what President Zelensky said. And it fits attitudes. Drive the occupiers out if they don't belong there. I want to give you 10 steps to develop a positive attitude. Number one, be other-centered. Luke 6.38 says, Give, and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. So number one, be other-centered. Number two, think healthy thoughts. Prime your pump to get a flow of fresh words. Start with what pleases God. Philippians 4, 8 says, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. So, Number two is think healthy thoughts. Three, Philippians 2.14 says to be joyful and thankful in all circumstances. And by the way, we're supposed to do that without grumbling or arguing. 
Number four, develop a habit of a happy disposition and be fun to be around. Number five, be enthusiastic. En theos, from the origins of the word enthusiastic, means God within. When you remember God dwells inside you, you can affect others through positive attitudes. Plus, it gives you confidence. Six, choose to see your problems as opportunities. Seven, if you set high achievable goals, you focus your influence. Eight, attitudes need to be carried into best practice behaviors and words. So choose noble character in your thoughts, in your feelings, and your actions, or your potential actions. And if you'll remember, those are the three components that make up attitudes. Nine, frustrations will still exist in life, but you can tweak your attitudes for better control over frustrating conditions. Number 10, living in the power of God's Spirit means being a living sacrifice. Surrender to God connects you with your original design. Let's quickly breeze through those 10 steps of how to develop a positive attitude. Number one, be other-centered. Two, think healthy thoughts. Three, be joyful and thankful. Four, develop a happy disposition. Five, be enthusiastic. Six, see your problems as opportunities. Seven, set high achievable goals for great influence. Eight, choose noble character in your thoughts, feelings, and actions or potential actions. Nine, tweak your attitudes for better control. Ten, live in the power of God's Spirit by being a living sacrifice. Well, as we close today's content, let's look at Romans 12, verse 2, which talks about being a living sacrifice and connecting with your original design. Here it is. Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. By dying to self, You can be more alive than ever. Jesus said, For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me and for the gospel will save their life. That is such an important thing that Jesus said that it is actually recorded in Matthew 16.25, Mark 8.35, and Luke 9.24. So why not give up what you cannot keep to gain what you cannot lose? A famous missionary who gave up his life to tell a people group about Jesus said, He is no fool who gives what he cannot keep to gain that which he cannot lose. That was Jim Elliott, October 28, 1949, his journal entry. So, what words, choices, and attitudes do you want to be known for when your life ends? Why not be an influence of noble character?
by using one of the strongest tools God gave to you, your attitudes. Here are some application thoughts and questions. Number one, who did you meet in earlier years that left an impression on you because of their attitudes? Two, were those impressions positive or negative? Three, what kind of influence do you have by your attitudes? What impressions are you making on others? Four, how are you managing your thoughts, feelings, and actions or potential actions to form best attitudes? Five, are you willing to ask God and then do the necessary work to change your attitudes to be more healthy? Six, do you believe life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react to it? Remember, attitudes are in the 90%. And then seven, why not adopt an attitude of noble character and be who God designed you to be. Visit our website for devotional materials, articles, podcasts, and resources to help grow your faith in God. Pursue noble character and have an alive and active life. You've been listening to Brenda Wolf with Alive and Active Life. Visit our website at www.aliveandactivelife.org. Your web-based home for resources, including books and ebooks, libraries of articles, podcasts, shareable images, and more as you navigate life's challenges and issues. Sign up on our email list to stay current with the tools you need to be the person God designed, living an alive and active life.